Welcome to Relationship, and I'm Stacy. And my name is Oha Mandalupa Sanchez Dagger Boyer. Such a brag to have such a long name. I am wealthy when it comes to that. You're you know? trying to get comfortable. She's arranging herself on the couch. Um, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little hungover. I'll be yeah. 100% honest. We went to um, a wedding last night. We did. It was so fun. You it were was, my date. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for taking mm-hmm. me, though, too. Um, you did not put out. We went to a prom-themed wedding, but you didn't put out on prom night? I did. I am very traditional mm-hmm. in the sense that um, I... Actually, to to be traditional would be to have lost my virginity. I definitely didn't. The first time I went to prom, I was a virgin. I went with um, a freshman boy... Oh, my God. I knew him from church. Just a friend. I just wanted somebody who was, I don't know, like all of my guy friends were going with some hoes that they didn't even end up dating, trying to get some from them. And so I went with him. I wore house slippers. Okay. And I crafted myself a tiara that said dork on it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I'm different. Look. Taking things in stride since um, forever ago. Real stupid. When I look back at those pictures, I'm like, I wish I was that fat now. Like, I, I, I was like, like, so fat. That's that's literally the, uh, I think everybody at some point has felt that way. They're you like, go back. I thought I was fat then. <laughs> yes. I was a hot ass potato. I was definitely not a hot ass, but I, you know, I was just teetering over that edge. And I was like, I could. If I could go back to that, what a slut I'd be now. Yeah, like go back and hoe it up Mm because you're so much, like you were way hot. Yeah, I should have like put more effort into that. I didn't know people had sex really in high school. I was like, nobody does that. Like, and then I was just real stupid. So I did not have sex at prom. I was definitely a virgin, very religious. Of course, everybody knows that. Um, And went with a freshman boy. Yeah. Yep. That was a great time. You know, that's, that's a, you're privileged. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was definitely a privilege. It was like in a ballroom at a country club. You, um, didn't get to have one because you're in Venezuela. But I also didn't miss one because that's just not something that we, that's not a part of our tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, kids do promposals, which I think is so over the top. It's ridiculous. My little brother did a promposal where he got, I guess, people from the football team of his school to um, like stop in the middle of a game because he's like friends with all the football guys. Well, not like while they were doing a pass or plays, but they all they like helped him prompose. Uh, yeah. So now I think the latest thing is um, Hoko, which is homecoming. Hoko. Mm-hmm, that's oh what they're calling God. it. So my seven, my sixteen year old nephew got asked to Hoko by his cheerleader girlfriend. He's on the football team, and the cheerleader's, like, spelled out. Well, you go to Hoko? You know, whatever. It's so stupid. <laughs> but that's what they're calling now, homecoming. You know, grand gestures. You do y'all have I mean? football there? No. We do not have American like football. Cricket and no. football? No, soccer? we have soccer, which we call football. Don't you play cricket there? You do not play uh, cricket. Okay, that's Australia. I get them confused all the time. Australia and Venezuela? So they're, like, lower than the United States, so I forget. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, everything down there is just a blur. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. That's how I feel about certain places like Europe. I'm like, it's all together. It's all together. I can't tell the difference. When people say Eastern European, I'm like, okay, Northeast, Southwest, Eastern European. I'm like trying to remember the thing. <laughs> There's we, our our world has been devastated with a lot of actually very serious um, natural disasters. Mexico, my favorite country, has been decimated by two earthquakes, and then we have all these hurricanes that have hit yeah. Houston. We have not recorded in a long time because of Harvey. Yeah, it's been crazy. <clears throat> so, um, my client and I. We're talking the other day and we we're talking about, man, you know, Puerto Rico has just been decimated. And these people, that's an American territory and we should care about this more. And she was like, yeah, in Florida, in the United States, like in our continental United States is, is hor- like horrified, like yeah. decimated. Sorry. I don't know what other word I can use. Okay. I don't know words. And um, just they're, <coughs> they're all fucked up from it. And I was like, well, yeah, but, like, Puerto Rico's way bigger than Florida. And she was, like, looked at me like, wait, no, it's not. It's not. I was like, okay, maybe I've never seen a map, actually. Of, like, how large Puerto Rico is. I've never noticed, like. I feel like people feel like it's the, like, the runt, like, of the family. But really, it's like, it's like if you adopted a child that was probably going to do fine on their own, and then you treated them like shit. Like, that's Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Puerto Rico don't need us. They mm-hmm. doing it on their own. But I just thought they were way bigger than yeah. Florida. So I'm an idiot. I've only been to Florida twice. And when I went to Tampa for the first time, so do you know Tampa is called Tampa Bay? Yeah. That's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I flew in and we saw the water and I was like, I didn't know you guys were on water. My friend is like, what? Yeah, that's how dumb Tampa Bay. Yeah. It's Tampa Bay. It's a, there's a big body of water down there, <laughs> dummy. It's a whole bay. I guess, I think just going back to the natural disasters, like how does it, because I know that Harvey affected us, like our houses weren't specifically affected, but uh-huh. like um, I feel like there's this sense of like a lot more solidarity around Houston. I feel like we feel more like a unit now as a city than mm-hmm. I feel like we ever have before. There's so many people who volunteered and did awesome stuff. and We came together for sure. Yeah, and it's um, it's just obviously people are still reeling. Like, you know, just this past weekend, mom was going to, like, her different friends' houses, and it's just, like, insane. Like, gone. Yeah, yeah. but what what have you done to help? Well, I think the best thing that I did was probably take in a bunch of animals from other people who didn't who, who didn't have their houses for a while. I, I didn't do anything either. Yeah. <laughs> I donated some money. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I donated some money to this earthquake in Mexico. But I did I was out of town, so yeah. I didn't stand in a line to volunteer or something. We both have done nothing. It's sad. Yeah. Um I, most of the people I know have kind of just donated money or taken clothes or mm-hmm. some sort of, you know, diapers or tampons up to grb or something yeah i i don't know because where we live you can't see what happened yeah and since i wasn't here for it i'm just like was that real did it even happen at all yeah Yeah. well it definitely is like a a crazy situation i feel like there's the sense too of like you know the suburbs were the more affected areas Mm -hmm. like internally in the center it didn't happen as much Mm -hmm. so it's definitely like out of sight out of mind you're totally right do you think people love listening to this in their car um they're like i was hoping for some because it's not going to come out till like (laughs) like, 
Oh my God, Harvey. I forgot about that. I think Harvey people are, are, will still remember for ages to come. Yeah, I think they'll forget probably okay. pretty soon. Okay. We're going to build more houses, more neighborhoods. I wonder if like if you're in a relationship and you like are at a house and now you're stuck with your like new uh-huh. partner or something or mm-hmm. like somebody that you're dating for six days in a row with limited amounts of food and everybody's kind of scared as to what's going to happen or you're actually getting flooded. Like that sounds like what either, about it being uh, in a relationship? Though? Well, it sounds like a de- it's like it sounds like a maker or a breaker. Okay, you know so I mean? yeah, totally. Okay, so I have two stories that I know of. One's good and one's bad. Okay, a girlfriend of my very good girlfriend of mine went up on Friday just with this guy that she was kind of friends with, and she she liked him a little bit, but she wasn't sure about dating him, and it hadn't gone there. And they went to Dallas for his friend's birthday just for one night. They were going to come back down, stuck there for a week. Now they're like in love. Yeah. Together all the time. They just needed that week, baby. Um, another guy I know went for a just a casual Tinder hookup <gasps> Friday night, stuck there for a week. What? With some girl he does not know. Oh, my God. That I, sounds like the flat to His a movie. car flooded there. <gasps> Everything. He was just stuck at her home and like. His sister was telling me, and she was like, he hated it. He does not want to talk about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) It was so bad. I don't know. If anybody has any Harvey love stories or nightmares, sex-related, I'd like to hear them. I'd like to hear them, too. I've never had hurricane sex. You've never had hurricane sex, Stacey. Well, so, I mean, the biggest hurricanes, Ike and... um, What's the one that just happened? Harvey. Uh-huh. And then Rita, you know, passed us and I evacuated like an idiot with all those other people. Did you get stuck in a giant line? And oh, yeah. And just could never get out and were there for four hours and 16 hours? 16 hours to San Antonio. Oh, my God. Which is so stupid. You know, we've all, we, everybody in Houston did that basically. But I didn't have sex then because we went to my mom's house. Didn't mm. have sex during Ike because I was at my aunt's house. Yeah. And didn't have sex during Harvey because I was in another country. Yeah, wow. And I could have had sex there, but it, that's not that's not hurricane sex. No, that's correct. That's and sex, I sex. did not have sex. That's vacation sex. Um, I didn't have vacations. I, so I just went to England for a month. No, I went for two weeks. Yeah, that's how I was a like, month. how long was I there? It felt like forever. It felt like I lived there. How would you live there? No. Okay. Not, no. I mean, yeah, if the money, if I get a job or, you know, one day somebody that loves me has to go for work. Um, but no, not just on purpose. Yeah, I get that. Uh, that Everything is different with them. The men are so gorgeous. Oh, I know. Okay? Yeah. So absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. So while I was there, I downloaded Tinder. Okay. Again. And so I was swiping, 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 talking to a few. The same as here. They don't really message you. Like one out of 10 will message you. Yeah. Um, they're all into outdoor stuff. Like everybody is like, oh, I love to get out and hike or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, well, they're so close to so many beautiful natural So many things. beautiful. And it was so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got anything to add? I mean... Uh, you just looking at me. You are hungover as fuck. 
<laughs> no, I just think I was it's so excited. I was like, I'm so excited to record a relationship again. But we got so fucked last night. We got we were, real fucked. The wedding. Let's talk about the wedding. Oh yeah, yeah. It was so sweet. So it was prom themed. Yes. So um, we Any- got corsages barely, and we looked gorgeous. And um, there was just like a bunch of really fun, awesome people there. The wedding was a true reflection of like who they are as people, which is like fun, loving, and like they have such great taste. It was such a great wedding. It was Grace Goodson. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people know her. If you don't, you should. Definitely the most fun woman to like be Alive. around. Um, she says yes to life, you know? I love it. And then she dated, she married now. Whoa. Mark Salvi. Yeah. Um, and somebody who has never put his tongue in his mouth for a picture. I've never seen. I heard him say last night, it's my wedding. I'll stick my tongue out if I want to, because I I bet people give him shit, but he was doing Miley before Miley was doing Miley. Yeah. So now they're married. She's just the strongest boss bitch. They know everybody in town. So I don't know how many people that listen to this, probably only five people total listen to it. So maybe two of those people. Like really good food, good bars, you know, kind of like clued into that scene of Houston. Yeah. And that's what those two are all about. They should have their own like Houston based uh, TV show. Oh, I would watch that. Yeah. Just to see where Mark goes to dinner and what he orders. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how many faces you recognize, but there's like everybody was there from yeah, every like it. kitsch little bar and weird thing somebody does. They were doing it. Did you hear that? It just yeah. like beeped out. It does not like me. It does not like you. Like I, I will say, so how, I think the weirdest thing about getting married would be calling somebody my wife or my husband. Like that, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you get used to it, but just that kind of chat. Like maybe that's what makes marriage so like foundational is that your brain changes when you start calling somebody somebody like those words or when you start presenting them as that thing. Like Possibly. it just gives it yeah. some um, so gravitas. Whenever somebody does it, I don't know. I don't yeah. care if they say, oh, um, Mark said this or my husband said this. But when somebody says my husband so many times... Like, I know who they are. Just yeah. say their name or something. Um, when somebody says, my boyfriend, my fiance, I know their name. Just say their name. Yeah. You know, just use that. Um, but yeah, if you're talking overuse. to a stranger, I guess, yeah, you'd be like, well, my husband's coming to get me or something. You wouldn't say, like, someone, my friend is coming to get me. My friend. I keep trying to get it to catch on for people to say, my ex boyfriend when they get married. So, like, oh, nice. To, but <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. really wants to do it. Well, it sounds, yeah. I think it's, that's like kind of stifling to creativity. Stifling, absolutely. So I have a question for you. Oh, can't wait. Okay. So when, um, like, when, if it happens, would you want a promposal, proposal style thing? Like, would you want it to be very, like, low key? Or, like, what would be your dream proposal? I I don't know. Um, I've never thought about that. Yeah. I want to be taken on a vacation. You want to go on a vacation, so you want to tap mm-hmm. in somewhere else. Yeah. Do you think they have to should ask your parents? No. Mm-hmm. I would prefer if they didn't. Um, I do not. Why? It's nothing to do with them. Um, I have never. I've never thought about a proposal. I have never thought about marriage except 
in the way, like my last serious relationship, you know, there was like light talk of being together forever, which obviously is a fucking lie. But I don't, I just don't think that that is something I've ever considered would happen. Yeah. That somebody proposes to you. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't care. Say it on the couch, I guess. I don't know. I don't. Um, yeah, I would hate, I would hate the transition from being like, he proposed last night and you got to tell everybody, um, or everybody wants to talk about it. Yeah. Cause that's kind of annoying. That would be, that would be incredibly annoying for that's me. That's a lot of brides have a problem with all the, the stress of it. Like the, the attention I have n- just never, I've never thought about that. Have you ever like planned your wedding? Do you have a Pinterest board? I do not have a Pinterest board for wedding stuff. I've never planned my wedding. My my one, I think I have a couple of requirements for a wedding, which is like I would like it to be a destination wedding, A, and then I would like it to be a very few amount of people, B. Oh, like a sh- yeah, if you do destination, it will be a very few. Perfect. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I've definitely, okay, do men know that women start Pinterest boards? Like even they can have secret ones. Of wedding stuff? I think men imagine that we have some way of saving all of our ideas about when where we're going to get married. I just wonder if they even know about that. Do you guys know? Like, we have rings saved. Like, every, almost every uh, girl has rings. You have one. Yeah, right? I do have one. You have rings saved that you like. You save links on Instagram or you put it to a secret Pinterest board. Secret All of these Pinterest ideas. Board. So maybe years, years, years ago when Pinterest first started... I started one of those. Mm-hmm. I deleted. I was like, this is stupid <laughs> because things change. The idea of throwing a party is exciting to yeah, me. Yeah, that is very exciting for sure. But I don't, I've just never really thought about the person who would be there with me. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw myself a wedding. You know what? That, I think that would be really fun if you had like a, like a bull, like a full blown um, party. No, no, no. Not a wedding party. Just a big party. Um, like something where you like invite all of your friends and it's, I guess it would be considered like a 40th or something like that. Oh, okay. You know so when I mean? I'm 40, yeah, it yeah. could be considered something like a birthday. Um, yeah, but then if people don't show up or something, you never know. For my 30th, I did a big thing for my 40th. I'm sure I will too. Yeah. Maybe, I just don't, I mean, I, last night I sat with two of my friends that are married. Um, and one of them, the one that I knew first, she said to me, you know why? I considered marriage just because you told me that like 80 something percent of people get married at least one time. So if it was a sickness, I would catch it. So it started to open my mind to like, well, I probably will get married then. Um, and that now she's married to a beautiful woman they love each other. They were like crying in my house last night about how much they love each other. I love that. That's so sweet. I know that was very sweet. We were very drunk. (laughs) So we're just (laughs) looking at each other like, this is beautiful. I was there for a little bit, but I did have to leave. I'm sorry. early. I just, I was drunk as balls like all of you, but I couldn't handle it. So the, any good wedding, Mm -hmm. the key to a good wedding is the booze. Yeah. So last night was booze heavy. You had, um, cocktails that were pre-made, strong, delicious. Then you had double trouble. Oh yeah. Double trouble. A shot bar. They just a gave shot. shot bar. I yeah. somehow ended up with like multiple. Somebody put on my car fireball and then somebody gave me inside fireball, like a little thing of it. Yeah. So I, I ended up with some of that. And then they had champagne and wine on the other side. Mm-hmm. They had a self-serve bar. No, they had no. beer as well. Yeah. So yes, the beer was right next to it. Sorry. I try to block out beer all the time. 
they had a bar, like a little window that you would go to. Mm-hmm. And you could just order any drink you wanted back there, like a Jack and Coke or something. They had all that. So much booze. That was most of it because the decoration was what? Some tassel and balloons? Yeah. They didn't even have to go nuts on that. All the tables were like like high school tables. It, it looked with, like a high school prom. Yeah. But like an old school, you know? It was like a but vintage prom looking. It's the booze. Yeah. That's the secret. I ate a few things. I did. I was really drunk and I should apologize to them. I stood at the cake table because they cut all these pre-made cake things. And with my fork, I just took bites of the different kinds, but I left the cake there. Um, so now that I'm remembering that, that's oh a monster. God. That is a monster. It's a monster move. I didn't throw them away. I just took little bites off each one. Um, big bites. Okay. They were big bites. Um, off each different flavors. I wanted to try them all. Were there they was delicious? Del- Which one was your favorite? I don't even know what they were necessarily. Like one was kind of pumpkin-y Different colors. One is... Yeah, red velvet. One was uh, white cake. Um, It was delicious, but I was sitting there like, oh, wait, I want some of that too. And then I just walked down the table because everybody was dancing. Nobody was paying attention to me. I love it. Even the workers were like looking at me like, we don't care. We don't care. You can't have We don't get paid enough for this. Yeah. I I went to the mac and cheese bar twice. I didn't do that. Um, It was fucking amazing food. It was so freaking good. Yeah. And the, they had these little gorgeous paper plates, and you could build your own mac and cheese. They did have. I did see the mac and cheese thing. Some girl walked up to me. Noah's sister, uh, one of Grace's friends, walked up to me and was like, "Did you try the mac and cheese?" And it has all these accoutrements you can do. Is that what a yes, right word? It had they like had little, little mushrooms. They had bacon. shaved parmesan. Yeah. They had bacon. They had green onions. They had so many it, good things. It was all from like some chef did it. Yeah. Some chef in Houston. I don't know who. I'm so sorry. It was uh, very good. So good. Um, I wore a dress that had a slit up to my hip. It was gorgeous. Thank you. So what I did was um, open my slit all night. And show people your vagina. Well, no, not my vagina, but my butt. Your you butt know. hole. I cut not my butt hole. If I showed... Did I show somebody my butthole? I think maybe you did. Who? Oh, God. I'm sorry. Me. Oh, you. Well, you don't count. <laughs> um, if you if you wear Spanx, like anybody who wears Spanx knows that they're like shorts most of the time. And they go down kind of like mid-thigh. Well, if you wear a slit up to your th- like hip, you can't wear a Spanx. But you need a Spanx for like your stomach and... Keeping it all smooth out cellulite and stuff. And um, I cut a leg off of my Spanx. So I kept opening that up and showing everybody. Yeah. Not the first time I've done that. Anybody who's truly been drunk, like me drunk, I've been drunk around them. Sorry. Um, I will try to show you my underwear. I'm like, look at this. Isn't this funny that it looks like this? Or look at my bra. You know, I don't know why I think it's interesting to people. I think it's really funny. Well, I think it's like you look gorgeous and you're feeling like banging, but also you understand that there's a whole like trappery and trickery that's going around and you're like, hey, I know I'm beautiful, but check this trick out. Yeah, you think this dress looks good on my butt. One time I was dancing with a guy and he was like, are you wearing a girdle? (laughs) I'm like, yes, I am. (laughs) He still kissed me. Um, he had to. He's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. So you're right. Maybe it's the honey pot, like Ryan yeah. Leach said. Like you look kind of good. I look good to a fraction of people out there. 
that have, I don't know, like, you know, they're into this. So then I like show you what's underneath and it's scary. (laughs) Everything I'm wearing, I'm wearing five things underneath to like nip, tuck, tone, tighten. Like anything to avoid doing actual exercise to do it. Just spend money, throw money at the body. Just do the, oh yeah, it's the body, yaddy, yaddy girl. Throw money. Um, it was a good night. I, I think, really enjoyed it. I mean, I got a little out of control, especially at the end. Um, but uh, I still went to bed at a reasonable hour. Two oh, what o'clock. time did you go to sleep? Two I o'clock. Two. That's great. Listen, well, two twenty probably. I took. Oh, okay. I took That's a bad. shower. I did. Um, I took a shower. I, I combed out my back combing. I took my makeup off. I took my makeup did off. Did all of it. I've, I don't do that on a Tuesday night. No. But you got to be drunk as hell and then be like, this is a smart idea. <laughs> I did take, I did drink a whole uh, glass of water and took ibuprofen and I still woke up with a headache this morning. Oh, that's smart. You took ibuprofen. That helps. Last night. I stopped drinking at midnight when we left the place. Yeah. And then drank water until 2 o'clock, just sitting in my apartment. We were going to go to Barbarella, but and I'm sure a lot of people had fun. But I went to Barb's last weekend, and it was not cool. It's just packed. It's It was very packed. And you can't really dance. You just kind of move, you know. Um, and there was nothing that was going to top the music that they played at the wedding. It was so fun. Can I tell you something? I went to Barbarella like maybe six months ago or something like that. Um, and I remember that like I was there with my friends who are together. Uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, basically, I guess like at 1:45 a.m. Mm-hmm. um i literally became the most attractive person in the entire bar as soon as they called last call it was like i was having to slap away the dudes from coming to dance up on me and talk to me and i was like great i think it's because i'm their last ditch effort to getting laid this evening and there was nobody trying to get laid last night no well, well not to me not to you. Everybody to had their me. own friends there, so they didn't need to talk to anyone else. Anyone else. You're right. Um, anyway, no, I'm just saying, like, they weren't trying to fuck me. Everybody, I guess, if they were fucking at that wedding, they were fucking people they came with. Yeah. Right? It's just the way um, to do it. You bring your own fuck toy. Bring your own fuck toy. I, I thought weddings were a place to meet people, you know? Um, okay, so we've talked a long time by ourselves, but we do have a guest that was there last night for the fuckery, you know, so we can introduce her now. Yeah. Katie Heim, general badass. Say hi. Hello. Hi. Have you ever been on a podcast? I have. You have? I what have. podcast? Well, you I, were on Risk. Risk. Mm-hmm. And I also did, well, you know, I have background in radio. Like I used to volunteer for KPFT. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a reporter and (gasps) I actually reported on like death penalty cases and after Just like the light stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Where you're crying and editing at the same time. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, So the reason we asked you on here, I get, you're not like a, a lot of times we do performers, comedians, things like that. 
but you are just, you are a general badass. You live in Austin, so you have left us. But I'm H-Town proud. Like, yeah. I'm deep in my roots. I'm an H-Town girl. Like, when did you move to Austin? Like, a, uh, when eight years why? ago. Eight years ago. I needed a change. Like, okay. I felt like um, every street I went down had so many stories, like every street corner like I could tell you a million things about everything in Montrose and I just felt like stagnated here you know yeah. like I couldn't move on and I had been dating in Austin for a long time like long distance dating people really yeah I just because the pool is so small when you're mm-hmm. when you're a queer woman and you know and you need people to understand that you're also a mother mm-hmm. you know and all that shit you know I mean it's a lot. It's a lot to take on. And in Austin, I feel like there was just a little bit more of a a vibe of like, yeah, everybody can be and do and whatever, who they are and whatever. And so I, I just felt drawn to that. And yeah, also small businesses in Austin, yeah. it's real. So yeah. you own your own business and you're a bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that and an accountant? Um, the difference between... Don't go into too much detail because it's boring. <laughs> it's <laughs> totally boring. <laughs> Well, I have a website if you really want to know. But um, you, the difference between a bookkeeper and accountant, I'm a bridge between a small business owner and a CPA. A CPA, in my mind, speaks Chinese, and small business owners are trying to show up and like understand, and I'm that understanding bridge. I'm, that, okay. I'm a translator between those two people, you know, and between those two information sources. So I, I'll tell you best practices, you know, make sure that you know what kind of documents you need to have in place and uh, count the money for you so that the CPA can turn that into a tax return. Oh, shit. Well, you are a small business owner. I love that. You're one of the wealthiest women I know, which is like very aspirational to me. Um, There's never like a thing Katie can't get if she wants it, you know? That's oh, pretty that's badass. True. Bitch that can is... buy herself a trailer. You got yourself a trailer that you wanted. I sold it. Oh, <laughs> got it. Got rid of it. This okay. wasn't what I needed. Ain't no It thing. wasn't cold enough. Honestly, y'all, it, it was wasn't not cold <laughs> enough to sleep in because my fat ass needs a cold ass place to sleep. Oh my it god, was last not cold enough. Like the AC, yes, no, could not 100%. get cold enough. Couldn't from get the there. 70s. Like I'm not. I'm uh, I'm from the 70s. <laughs> but I'm not living like I'm from the set. I need that cold. You got an old airstream. I need. Yeah, and I had an old. It. Uh, it wasn't an airstream. It was another thing. Oh, with like a thing like that. It was like cool. It was like a thing like that. Yeah. It's not like you got some like thing that's parked in a trailer park in Alvin. You got like a cute no. one. 100%. Not like an RV or something. Would you ever get one that you can drive? That sounds fun. I would. You know, I, I th- so the passion came from this trip that I took with my daughter, right? Like when I was a kid, when I was like 13, my mom took me to the Grand Canyon and we went on this big epic road trip and we did it in a Nissan van. I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, they, they made these vans that were, you know, like almost like a VW van is what it reminds you of. So we took this big trip. So I was very set on taking Nedra on this big epic trip to the Grand Canyon. I rented an RV from one of those places that, you know, people who own RVs like put their RV for rent. Mm-hmm. And Craigslist. Yeah. No. Just kidding. <laughs> she gave a hand job and just got an RV. That was yeah. great. <laughs> Three thousand dollars later. Um but no, it was it was pretty amazing. I took four girls and another mom and we drove from Austin through Marfa, up, you know, through the entire Santa Fe, uh, Roswell, stayed in... Were there aliens there? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Totally. 100%. I want to go there. Carlsbad yeah. Caverns, which I had gone done when I was a kid, too. Mm-hmm. Took my daughter to the Grand Canyon in an RV, and it was amazing. And now you want... You, you should get one of those. I would go on trips with you. Yeah, I, I probably will, but they're also scary as fuck to drive. Really? Yeah. Well, they're very large, and you, it's like... Uh, yeah. Okay. I think the center of gravity is very high on them, so it's easy for them to topple over if you're going Good. too fast. And when you're going through those, those like, plains in Texas where uh-huh. they have all the, um, the, the windmill wind stands... Storms. Yeah. yeah. They, it even says, like, be careful of strong winds. And so you're in this fucking vehicle. that and it's shaking. And yeah. you've got, like, four little girls in the back, you know. I feel like your butt belongs to somebody else a little bit. 100%. Like, the car, it's almost like only the front. I've you're like a twink sure at Riches t- in the 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> your, butt your butt belongs, belongs to, to someone else. else. Um, I've never, no, I've never done that. I can drive, like, a big truck. So I guess my confidence is, like, I can do that. But I probably couldn't. Well, you know, my ex-husband was a truck driver, right? So, no. of course, I drove an 18-wheeler. So you have? <gasps> he just got That's out of the cool. driver's seat and was like, get in. <laughs> and Fuck just yeah. let you do it? Yeah. No man has ever let me and even I drive in, their like, I Mazda. fucked in a... In a of course you did. <laughs> if you have a chance to fuck in an 18-wheeler and you don't... Do it. Yes. Like, you're I don't want to know you. If you are, mm-hmm. have that chance and you don't take it... Yeah. I don't want to know. I'm you. a lot You're lizard inside. I'm down to do it. <laughs> yeah, they are nice inside. I'm I've getting been wet. Just talking about. Oh them. yeah. <laughs> Ch- wait, what's that? Choo, not choo choo. What's their like? <laughs> <laughs> I, I still do that to this day, and people like I'm a grown woman, and they'll be like, oh, they, they're like, show me your pussy though. Like, yeah, know, I've done that too. Truck drivers. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> just out of like, boredom. They can see down into every car, right? So yeah. they know what's going on with everybody going down the highway. So they see drug use. They see, like, people getting finger bang, uh-huh. people getting a handy J. And That's so exciting. Yes, I know. Handy J's. <laughs> I really like, like a the, candy you can yeah. get at the store. <laughs> can I, hi, mister. Can I have two handy J's? <laughs> finger blasting handy J's. Oh, yeah. I love finger blasting <laughs> like an icy. Where is the weirdest place you guys have ever been? Never. You've I asked me this question before. That. We've talked about this. But oh, have you? Yeah. I the forgot The top about that. of the Wyndham Warwick. <laughs> What's no that? The, the hotel, like Wyndham in the roundabout. Wait. Uh, oh, it's in Zaza Houston? now. Yeah, it's Zaza now. It used to be called the Wyndham Warwick. Oh, no. I got to the roof and fucked on the roof of that fucking hotel. Okay, I thought you were talking about the Spindletop restaurant. Oh, no. And I was like, I've had dinner there. Where'd it go? It. Um, <laughs> no. no, I've Cross never. contamination. <laughs> hey, I have never fucked anywhere weird, so. That is your next. Maybe it's in my new weird places. My new life. But you also don't want to make other people uncomfortable. How yeah. do you fuck like, being fat in weird places? I mean, just like everybody else fucks. I don't, I barely fit in the bathroom stall last night. So how could I fuck in there? Like there's weird spots Mm -hmm. that you like, I got to do a whole thing to do it. Well, what's, what's weird is the difference between fucking women and fucking men. Like there's this ease to fucking men because it's just, it's a dick in a hole. Uh You know what I mean? Like it's very easy. It's like, this is where that goes, you know? I think they have to be tall enough though. But with women... And with my body, like, as I've gotten older, I can come just ba- basically from anything. So She's what such a sex, braggart. You know what I mean? Rude. She's like, I thought about a book I read and I came. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. I watched Real Housewives of Auckland and I came. 
I, I just like squeezed my legs together and I came. God, she's like, it just went upstairs and it was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> so you can come real easy. I can. And I, but I think that more women should talk about like how they come, how they don't come. Like, you know, I'm not bragging. I don't want to fight with you, but do you think squirting's real? I do. Okay. You need to get out. Well, I've had squirt in my mouth, and I will tell you oh, that it's, it's not pee. It's not pee. Oh, and I fight about this. I've also so had much. pee in my mouth, and, and it it's didn't not taste the same like squirt. Thing. Yeah. Why do you have mm-hmm. pee in your mouth? Just an accident, or was no, that a pinky I, uh, face? I went through a thing with my ex-husband with drinking your own urine, like for what? fountain of youth. The fountain of youth. So it was supposed to be healthy. I did it like twice. He did it like a million thousand times, but like. Bam. It tasted exactly what you would think it would taste like. It tastes like liquid gold, like the the weirdest, saltiest, like metallic, salty, definitely <laughs> from me though. Like she's so like gross. I taste that. Oh. That's me. Yeah. That's Katie. Like the same. That's it's Katie like. in a cup. <laughs> Wait, so it's supposed to make you young or something? Yeah, it's so it's supposed to. Okay, so your urine is not. A byproduct of just drinking. It's your blood. So everything that you drink becomes part of your blood, your blood volume. And your kidneys are there to process your blood and produce a waste product from that. Mm -hmm. So your urine is actually part of your blood. It's not... It, I mean, it's it's like really real to you, and so you cast off every everything you're fighting off, everything your um, your body's going through mm-hmm. gets passed on through your urine. So, Ayurvedic or you know, yogis or whatever uh-huh. in in uh, India, they drink their own urine the first morning's urine, and they say that it's full of melatonin. Also, melatonin like the sleep aid, mm-hmm. because that's what you were sleeping. And so that that hormone is passed through your urine, and so it helps them to uh, <laughs> it helps them to get like you know spiritual and whatever. Do like, they drink it straight? Do they put it in their morning smoothie? Is it cold? Is it hot? How do they do? Take they put it, it on I ice. I drink it hot, ah! and it was very fucking terrible. And let me tell you, <laughs> I was also on a multivitamin, which. It comes through in your urine like real. So it tastes like iron and like zinc and like, you know, like metallic and gross. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of shit in there. But Simeon got real, my, oh, no names. Well, my ex-husband. <laughs> you could Google you into, and find out your ex-husband. <laughs> he got real into it and he would just like piss in a cup. He would take his, his big cup from like the movie theater and just piss at it and then drink it in front of people in the goddamn bathroom. And he was like, why did they freak out? I don't know. They're being so weird. Oh my Holy God. shit. Is yeah. it like a fart where you kind of like it? I didn't feel that way about oh, it, but okay. I am also okay. like... Because I, I was questioning what you meant by that, but sometimes how you're like, oh, that doesn't smell too bad, or like, I like no, that. Yeah, so no, like you're like, smell. oh, it smells like the beach. Yeah, we like our own <laughs> flavors. Yes. <laughs> I love the smell of my own pussy, like, seriously, I'm, I'm into it. Um, I, do you really think your pussy smells too? that... Like, do pussies, other than like a, a medically, you know, hurt one, like somebody that has a problem, mm-hmm. Yeah. do pussies kind of smell the same? No. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Very yes. unique to different people. I mean, I would say that in a in an overarching kind of way, they mm-hmm. have a. There's a scent to pussy. There's like, the for scent sure. Pussy. You can be like pussy and that's the a pussy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but they are individually. They all very obviously. individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, things really affect them. Like 
uh, like, we'll go out on a date, and I'm like, oh, you're going to get asparagus? Mm, I guess I'm not going down on you later. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, yeah, it's just not okay, the so same every time. one of my exes wouldn't go down on me because he said my, I think he was like a brat about it, like an incredibly selfish person about it. But, oh, like a man? Yeah, like a man. But he said my pussy was too salty. And so I looked it up, and I couldn't find, like, definitive things that would make it salty. And I would, like, taste it, and I'd be like, I don't get it. So the only time I've really noticed a difference is things like asparagus and also any sort of decongestant kind of agent. Anything oh. that's, like, trying to make your mucous membranes different. Uh-huh. Guafenesin, you know, uh, the stuff that they put in mucinex. Uh-huh. It makes your pussy smell and What about, and like, Zantac and stuff? Do you think, like, regular... Probably drugs pass on. I mean, it's it's a mm-hmm. mucus membrane. It's like the like your nose. Insane you know? in the membrane, you know, yeah. pussy. <laughs> Heard of it? Insane in my pussy membrane. That's right. Talking I, about pussy health, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I um I remember when I was like a kid and I had no idea what was going on with my vagina. It was just like shit was coming out, shit was going in. I didn't know if it felt good, if it felt bad. You're just trying a bunch of shit out. Uh-huh. And I think there comes a moment where we sort of like get used to like the patterns and what happens in our vagina. And so uh, all I've heard from medical doctors is like just know yourself well enough to the point where if something feels any different than it usually has, Mm -hmm. then there's probably something. But you know what's crazy mm -hmm. is that, like, y'all are not mothers, so you have Mm -hmm. not... I have two cats, so (laughs) very rude. They did not come through your vagina. I've tried. Um, (laughs) I was a young mother, right? So I had a kid when I was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. And I had just negotiated what my pussy was like right at that age, right? Like, I I didn't have a, like, super clear understanding of myself or whatever, but I felt like I had that little bit on lock. And then I had a baby and it was like all bets are off. Like oh. your vagina is leaking mucus just pouring out. I mean, it just crazy shit goes down. Forever or just for a certain amount of time, for right? For a certain amount of time, but then it's never the same after. Really? And you have to have a negotiation with that girl and be like, okay, this is the new you and the new me. You okay. Know? But you love your pussy. You've I always do. talked about this. Um, and so it, even though it changed, you're still like, she cool. Well, I mean, when I was younger, of course, I wasn't as confident as I am now. It's not like, it's not like this just came out of me. Like this comes from, you know, years and years of, yeah. you know, saying I'm not going to take what other people tell me, you know, fuck you. I won't <laughs> do what you tell me. Like what do that, you like, think? Because it's not just, we're, we're all fat girls, but it is not just um, a fat girl thing. Skinny girls go through this too. What do you think your advice for like accepting your pussy, your body, you know, whatever? I mean, I would say that like my vagina continues to amaze me when I let it. Like if I let her do her thing and she will just, she will continue to bring me delights and wonders. And I, I try very hard to not take on society's view of what what a pussy's supposed to be or what it's supposed to smell like or what it's supposed to, you know, present itself as. Like, I know from multiple lovers that my shit is fucking the bomb. And I know mm-hmm. that also because I love pussies too. Like, I fuck girls, right? Like, mm-hmm. I've had sex with m- multiple women. I have never found a vagina that is like mine. I really? I haven't. And I think that as part of that is that I've allowed her to be who she is 
grow the way mm-hmm. that she would grow and not ever like put some sort of limitations on her. Interesting. She's like a she's like my girlfriend. She's not just a part of me. She's a whole other Yeah. No. That guy saying that about my pussy being salty, like real and like how he would not go down on me. Even oh, guys, when I was when I was younger, I get really wet, right? Like super, super wet. And when I was younger, I thought that that was terrible. Like I oh, thought it was no. gross because guys told me that. And then I realized like y'all are crazy. Like that's amazing that it's supposed that to happen. I, yeah, I mean, if I if I it encounter a wet up. ass pussy, like that makes me mm-hmm. super hot and. All guys love it, too, unless yeah. they're being insecure about their own self. Don't you get wet, because then I'm going to get wet if you get wet, <laughs> because it's super hot. If wet, <laughs> but I'm going to get wetter. Laughter through wetness is my favorite emotion. <laughs> Laughing makes me wet. No, it, it fucks with you when, like, a guy is like that about your pussy or something. Like, I hate my tits, but I've never had a guy complain about them, I which is crazy. Mine too, no, mine are I horrible. Love mine but guys now. are like, oh, look at tits. But Yours I've never had a guy say anything bad about my vagina until all. this one guy. So I'm just like, what is it? I don't know. I'm I used just to hate my tits because they point down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I thought that, you know, perky tits are supposed to be one way or the other. Yeah. But then I realized, like, mine point down. So I can just, like, put them in somebody's face and they oh, can yeah. get right on the I always joke that mine and, are, like, looking for change you know, on the it's floor. Hot. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, where did I leave my contact? After I had my first baby, I was taking a shower for the very first time by myself in my bathroom. Uh-huh. And I got out of the shower and... Uh, standing there, like drying my hair or whatever, and in front of the mirror, and I was like, something leaking from the ceiling. I'm like looking up, looking all around. Oh no, it was my tits were dripping onto my feet. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I think anybody's could, but that's it's really like a negotiation funny. you have to have with your body when it goes through this huge transformative <laughs> process, and it never is the same, the different ever. You drink your urine? Did you drink your breast milk? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I would love to. I would Part actually like to buy some. It's just to put it on my skin. Was it it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's way sweeter than I tried. My milk. friends that just had a baby. It's thin. It's not like thick like a cow's milk is mm-hmm. it's it's much thinner yeah um but tastes like cream like yeah, yeah like a yeah. sweet like cream a ice cream. cream like ice cream before like it becomes way melted, melted way melted that's ice cream. sweet like yeah. very so sweet. sweet wow so sweet. Um, that's why babies that's are so first, sweet yeah. because they're made of sugar and we milk. We love carbs because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for our they're first. Like, <laughs> give me the carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I tasted. I babysat my friend's kid, and she did not give me permission, but I did taste her breast milk yeah. before I gave it to her daughter, and it is very sweet. But it's supposed to clear up acne, any ailment you have yeah. if you have a cut. I need some. And I was, my midwives called me the dairy queen because I just made milk. <laughs> like, I, like a I could get like person. eight ounces God. out of one boob. That's which a lot. Is crazy, you know? Hey, that is so funny, the dairy queen. Yes, yeah. queen, dairy queen. But my kids would get mine, mine going and it would just spray. It sprays from like seven different points in your nipple. It's not like oh. just one. Because it's not hole. just a hole, yeah, it's like a it's, hole that's like, it's like your pores. Skin. It's your pores, yeah. basically. Yeah, oh. it's coming out of that. I did not know that. And so Nedra would get me going, and she, she, you know, she couldn't handle my flow. She would be choking on that. When ready and for all the jelly, that breast milk be spraying her face. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to like pump, like express it really fast? You're not supposed to pump if your kid doesn't want as much milk as you're making, because that only makes you make more milk. Oh, right. 
So you have to sit with you the should have sold it. So I feel crazy. like you could have been more rich. You know, you could have been Oprah rich if you had sold all of you the have all is, of this though, breast milk. Like I'm not really good at keeping my body as a temple. Like my body is my playground. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe I don't need to subject other people's children to, <laughs> to my. It's not too people. late, honestly. We could get some more oh, of this today? breast milk. Oh no, I'm. I, probably a toxic substance. <laughs> oh, right now, if you had a baby and they survived, that would be actually yeah. a very scary. Yeah, the baby'd walk out green and six foot tall. Definitely be an X Man. Yes, <laughs> destroying the world. Me angry. <laughs> um. Well, okay. So, how do people people know you? So, do you do you want to talk about if my vagina was a gun? Sure. What you did for he- Texas women? I said Houston, but Texas. I want to know everything. Do you know this? No. Okay, so you can look it up. She wrote a poem, If My Vagina Was a Gun. And it, was this during Wendy Davis thing? Like, yeah, around so um, Texas had put all these laws on the legislative agenda that were uh, basically targeting abortion access and rights. You know, it wasn't about women or, you know, keeping people healthy. Nothing in, the, in any of the bills. And, you know, it included, like, you couldn't have an abortion anywhere but a surgically yes ambulatory accessible. Is this like HB four or something? Yes, yeah, all of that. So that was going down, and we knew it was going down. And I live in Austin, and I mean, as exhausting as it can be sometimes to go down every time something's going on, I am lucky enough to be five minutes away from the Capitol where I can do that. Right. So we were down there for days and days. There was testimony given and all this stuff happened. And then Wendy Davis took this up, you know, new senator in trying to make a name for herself mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways. And I, I mean, I love her, but mm-hmm. um, decided to do a filibuster on this whole legislative agenda. And so, of course, all of us who had already been down there for days and days and days came down for that as well. And then in the days after that, they kept taking testimony about how people felt, you know, about the the bills and whatever. And so you had a lot of uh, opportunities to sign up and, and speak in front of the House and then the Senate. So I, I spoke in front of both. Um, and my first testimony <clears throat> was, hold on, let me Swish it around. Swish. She just took a shot of Jaeger, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Topo Chico. Um, so my first testimony was something along, because I had sat there for hours and hours listening to all these women tell their gynecological histories. Like they had to get up there and tell all the terrible, horrible things that they had been through. Miscarriages and, you know, failed pregnancies and babies that were, you know, developing abnormally. And, you know, it just felt so personal to me and it felt invasive. Like it felt like we don't have to get up here and spread our legs so that we can show you that we deserve to be treated as, Mm -hmm. as human beings, you know? So my first testimony, I got up and I was like, I'm from the South and (laughs) my meemaw taught me to say yes, ma'am. And no, sir, and to hold doors open for people and to mind my own fucking business. Mm -hmm. And you know that you have to go home tonight. And this is, I was focusing on the men in the, in the panel. And I was like, you know, you have to go home tonight and look at your daughters, look at your granddaughters and say, I know better than, you know, for your own body, 
the state knows better Mm -hmm. than you know for your own body. And, you know, at the end of that, I said, um, my mule would have said, mind your own damn business and bless y'all's hearts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the gallery erupted and it was, you know, I mean, it was like a minute and it felt really good. So when I knew I was going to get in front of the... Yeah, oh, how's crying? I'm a cry baby. (laughs) I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Oh, if you start crying, I'm going to start if crying. Now, if you guys are wet, wet, then I'm going to get wet. <laughs> doesn't matter from where. Um, so then when I knew that I had the opportunity to stand up in front of the Senate, I thought about it. And I was like, man, what if I wrote this poem? Like, it's so monotonous. Like, they hear the same thing over and over and over. And they're just tuned out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, half the time, the people who are sitting there are supposed to be listening to you are on their phones. They're talking to other people. They're you know? not, like, they, they they're take not away the in. humanity from right. each individual. And so I was like, fuck that. Let me, how do I get them to look at me and listen to me and, mm-hmm. you know, take me seriously? And I knew that it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. We got there to, to line up to speak. And I was in group three, I think. Um, and the groups went on to like 28 or, I mean, like people were there until four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but we were in line so super early that I got in one of the earlier groups. And in like 10 minutes sitting there, I just wrote this poem that I was like, okay, if it rhymes, if it has, minutes? yeah, if it has uh, the cadence of, of a poem that, you know, it draws you in. And honestly, I couldn't recite it for you right now. I'd have to look it up on the internet because okay, I've already looked it up. I don't okay. know it. You know, will, like, you, will you read it for us? When so it says, no, wait, let her. Read oh, it. you want to read it? Yes, 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 yes. It's right there in Jezebel. Yeah, they suck. But you're yeah, awesome. it was on the Young Turks. It was on the Atlantic Monthly. It was crazy. Okay, if my vagina was a gun, you would stand for its rights. You would ride on the buses and fight all the fights. If my vagina was a gun, you would treat it with care. You wouldn't spill all its secrets because, well, why go there? If my vagina was a gun, you'd say what it holds is private. From cold, dead hands we could pry. You surely would riot. If my vagina was a gun, its rights would be protected, no matter the body count or the children affected. If my vagina was a gun, I could bypass security. Concealed carry laws would ensure I'd have impunity. If my vagina was a gun, I wouldn't have to beg you. I could hunt this great land and do all the things men do. But my vagina is not a gun. It's a mightier thing, with a voice that rings true, making lawmakers' ears ring. Vaginas are not delicate. They are muscular and magic. So stop messing with mine with legislation that's tragic. My vagina is here to demand from the source. Listen to the voices of thousands or feel their full force. Um, so when, you know, yeah, that's beautiful. beautiful. I already knew you when I found out you wrote this. I didn't know you from this or anything like that, but the idea of you like standing up, it's always fascinated me about you. You have so many other things I love about you, but that is one. Have I ever told you this? It's one of my proudest things about you that you stood up there and you said something that was true. Um, and you wrote it in such an interesting way. That is true, that they legislate, but the, the body count of your vagina, how dare you try to, try to terminate a life for your own selfishness? You shouldn't have gotten yourself well, you in that position. Every white man but walk if you into have theaters a gun, in our fucking elementary schools and somebody on their children. lawn, like, like you're somebody, more invested yeah. in, in legislating mm-hmm. that a person has access to a, a firearm 
a person who's mentally ill, mm-hmm. a, a man whose toxic masculinity makes him go into our elementary schools and shoot children. And then you deny that it's even real. Yeah, that, that it's that not happens. a problem, that it doesn't happen that often, but like... There's many more How vaginas than guns out How there. How dare you make us stand here and tell you mm-hmm. about our our most whole intimate, history. intimate secrets so that we can beg you for our humanity. Try How to, fucking yeah. dare you. Try to use the tragedy as a... It's, it's almost like as a tactic. To shame women. To, yeah, and to beg To shame men. mothers the way that we always do. Yeah. You know? We're never yeah. good enough. We're never smart enough. Never, we're never doing it right. We're never thin enough. We're never, you know, quiet enough. I've never, never been any of those things. And you know what? I don't have thin, a delicate quiet, vagina. Smart. I don't. And like part of that, like saying vaginas are not delicate because we always are trying to like tiptoe mm-hmm. around it. And it's, you know, whatever. Mine's big. It's mm-hmm. wet. It's it's nasty. It's muscular. It's splash town it, up in I, here, baby. When I, when I come, like you feel it. Like... And I don't have any apologies for that. Yeah, Every lover I've ever had before. fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. So screw you. Screw your conventions. My mm-hmm. vagina is not polite. I'm here to demand. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think I'm done, like, being nice about it, I guess. I told my mom. I was like, I'm angry now. Like, yeah. I love your anger. I love out. your irreverence, like, on the internet, your presence, like... <laughs> It, it gives me life. It really does. I'm just sick of like hiding the things that are just real for all of us. Well, you put them in little pockets. You like start feeling ashamed of all these different things until the the accumulation of shame in every mm-hmm. aspect of your life yeah. makes you feel worthless. From, from the it, point that we go to see the doctor and we have to hide our panties, you know, like, oh, that, we like put them away. Shame. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can't. And, you and can't how do you feel tampon. When, when your when your vagina has bleached out your, <laughs> your yes. panty region, you know, yep. like it's just it's not OK. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not right. Uh, mine does that all the time, by the way. It's yeah. like straight yeah, ammonia up in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I'm taking I these agree. panties down. Yeah. Now I don't care. I'm like, look at everything. Mm-hmm. See, every, yeah. like I do, we do all the grossest stuff. So a guy said to me recently, hey, you know what I learned about period shit? It's like I heard two girls talking oh about it. And Can I we talk about quietly. my bidet if we're going to oh get Oh, my God. Shit? Yes. You want to talk about <laughs> buttholes? Listen, Y'all. period shit. How do you have a, I have this missed is some my fancy bidet. I've been in a fancy ass hotel room all weekend long, and all I can think about is how much I miss my bidet. This is why women should be entrepreneurs. Start your own business. <laughs> oh get a butt. Shoot a stream of water at my asshole, will you please? <laughs> you have to start a bidet business. You oh, a bidet to. business. Where you, you a bidet business. Like a bidet <laughs> where you literally make a bidet that is like a dream. Y'all, for women. I'm going to retire into the vacation industry, and I'm going to have memory foam mattresses and every single bed that I own and a bidet for every toilet. Y'all know that after I got mine at my house, I replaced the one, The so my guest bathroom also has a bidet now and both of the toilets at my office house have bidets. Because I was like, it. share the wealth. Please. What do your coworkers say? Like your employees say? <laughs> oh, they were like, oh, don't turn it up too high. And that's true. That's real. Okay, why? If I can say anything to any right now listening. It's your advice. <laughs> do not what turn it advice? up. It yeah. will rip your asshole in half. Really? <laughs> you never need to go above a one. Wow. I don't know why a five exists. Okay, I wonder. <laughs> like you're going to rape yourself in the butt. <laughs> I wonder what a five 
I mean, like, who's, who's that five it? person? Who, who is doing it? Who has so much hair? I bet it's hair. It because must the, be. the hairy, hairy, like, oh, man. Um, um, you know, somebody from like Eastern Europe or something. We were just talking about that. <laughs> they like are just like me hairy. Um, I don't know what country it is. And that's but a Russian. Yeah. I don't know where <laughs> yeah. it is. So yeah. I don't know what's in Eastern Europe. So. Um, Russia was part of all that shit, you know. Sure, it got broken man. down. Why not? I have no. I just know Pussy Riot and Putin. <laughs> so um, I guess the hair you have to get through it, so it probably doesn't even get yeah. to it totally. It's part of why I don't like guys. If we could just have a disconnected but warm penis, mm-hmm. I don't like <laughs> just For a some dong. Reason, somebody asked like me a yes. dong is not warm, right? Like it's it's just cold. It's some, somebody asked me yesterday, like, Stacey, can you come over here? And I went over there, and there's three girls talking. They're like, I think, I think you would like this conversation. Would you fuck a sex robot? And I was like, well, yeah, 100%. I would. I would fuck 100%. a sex robot. I would robot. ride the shit out of a sex robot. But yeah. my apartment's not very big. Where do you keep them? What are the attachments <laughs> like? Does it go down on you? Oh, man. Like, you know that's that all I'm looking for. are like obsessed with and in love with their sex robots? Yeah, I've seen. That's, that's sad to me. Want to get buried with them? Oh, no. It's because they can't handle a woman who has thinking Yeah, her own like and, opinions. Yeah. I've watched a lot of documentaries about people like real dolls or even mail order brides, mm. and they all kind of share that. It, it makes me sad oh, for it's them. Almost like the president of the United States of America right now, oh, right? It's like like, sex doll Melania. Who? Yeah, I mean, did y'all Not see sex that doll, sex robot? She's he, like a robot. Yeah, where he was like Melania wished she could be here with us today, and she's but she was standing, standing right, right next, next to. to she had a hat on. And I think she wasn't dressed like a a so model he, or his a prostitute. Brain didn't so register his her. man brain couldn't get <laughs> that. He's trying hey, to. He, I cannot detect that. Melania. Happens to me in many places. All where the time. Men do not no. Even, no, it doesn't happen to me. I get. I get a lot from men, like in public, maybe because I demand it. Because I'm like, hey, it right I in your face. I reject it. Openly, their uh, attention. I'm yes. talking about just from like a cashier oh, no. girl. Mm-mm. I'm not talking about somebody. Who I won't maintain eye contact. I don't want anybody. Them new no, dudes, not really. I will. I will like flirt I'll stare down, them down. With, with a woman, but like dudes, <laughs> I do not. What and about only not black men can like crack that, <laughs> yeah. that veneer of me? Because a white dude trying to talk mm-hmm. at me at all Mm-mm. for anything. Nope. You go through Shipley's and you're just like, Mm-mm, not today. Okay. I'm just like, thanks. I Bye. love to like look right in their face. Mm-mm. I'm here. I think don't I, I don't need you to see me. I don't need that yeah. validation. I don't want it. Yeah. Okay. We're sick of sick of if my McDonald's guy it. behind the counter doesn't look me in the but eye. You're straight, I'm sad. You know. Yeah, but I'm not trying to fuck them. Doesn't matter. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. I think it's the. I think it's more for me like a sense of this is. This is not fair. It's uh-huh. unjust, you know? Not necessarily a sense of, like, wanting them to actually look at me, but more so as, like, a why wouldn't you look at somebody like that? But just that, I guess like, I've just seen so many fat girls, like, or girls who are outside the spectrum of, uh-huh. you know, Barbie perfect or whatever, trying to get attention from somebody who doesn't deserve yeah. <laughs> their complete awesomeness, you know? And I think that that has, like... Brought me to a point where I'm like, you you don't deserve my attention. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't get it because you don't deserve it. I am. You know? I rest assured on the fact, especially if it's flirting, that any guy is going to think I'm a disgusting human because I am disgusting to my friends. I'm over there like doing something gross with my body or something because <laughs> I think it's funny, 
And there's going to be I think one. It's funny too. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll do it in front of you anytime. So there's been a couple nuggets out there that have been like, I want that gross piece of ass. <laughs> I'm down for that. Anybody else, they're not going to like it. So I don't care. I don't. I don't care about your opinion. I You're feel boring. That. I definitely, I agree. Like, I wish I felt how you guys felt, but I have, I don't think I'm there yet. Oh, like you want to be loved by everybody. But you I are do. beloved in Houston, by the uh, way. Yeah, but that's not, it's You're the never funniest for, does that make sense? Like, no, no Your one star person. is too bright, oh ha. The thing is, you and I walk through the world as like fat girls who get, I mean, I get constantly complimented by everybody. Yeah. White I, girls. Yeah. Thin girls. Oh, Men, I mean, the people are like your ink, your your hair, your your dress. You know, I mean, I'm I'm there to you know, and so I sometimes I don't even hear it, you know, like. But when somebody says something like to, that to me, I'm like, yeah, thanks. You know, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to pretend like that's not. Obviously, I put this dress on. Like, obviously, I bought uh-huh. it because I was trying to be you know, a fashionable person and whatever. And so if you appreciate that, that's great. But I feel like there's this impetus when you're somebody who's outside of the spectrum of what's considered attractive to be like, oh, thank you. Like, I, I mean, just this different reaction. And then I'm not going to have it. I'm just not. I don't, I, uh, yeah, when people compliment me on public, usually I'm like, I know, like I know because I understand the reference. Because I, I, I put it on. I wore it on. Yeah. I, I wore this my, on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I think there's You're that welcome. pressure too of like, of for fat women, especially to be extra femme and to try extra oh, hard and, be perfect. and put another point, layer. Like, well, yeah, because if not, you don't care about yourself. Mm-hmm, you uh-huh. you think you're worthless. Yeah, you don't matter. So why should I care about you? Yeah. But the reality is, is that you're not even looking at that person. You have no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. and they may feel very comfortable with themselves. And you will always think of them as nothing because you're not giving them the consideration or the idea. Still, I think when people don't value me because I'm fat, mm-hmm. my I get upset at the sort of like don't treat fat people like this. It's almost like, I don't know, like I get to feel confident in my skin a lot of the time, actually. And sometimes... But you know, you you have that feeling of like the dude who would never talk to you in in real life but like at at night he's at your house for whatever reason and all of a sudden is this true? he wants to oh, fuck you and, coming over here <laughs> <laughs> no but it and does, you're supposed to feel gratitude for yeah, that like i've disgusting. never i think we're yeah. too i i don't maybe it's still happening to other women in their 30s and 40s but I've, we've outgrown that part. Yeah. Like, and I hope a lot of other people our age have and I hope outgrown that. They know that. that they, yeah. But I just turned 40, to. y'all, and all of a sudden I feel like so invisible to like that kind of energy or whatever. I mean, it's not even palpable. I think it's maybe inside of me, but I feel like the need to like pretend I'm not 40. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you don't, I mean, what is even 40? But. If you're, you're like one of the most, you play too much, girl. Like you always be playing and I, I can't. No, but I guess it's the I same can't keep thing. Up. <laughs> uh, no, and I, and I understand where you're coming from. Cause like, 
I think a lot of us, or maybe all of us, would like to, we make these leaps about who we are, and we get to feel confident, mm-hmm. you know? We're like, we have to work towards it, and then we arrive. But there's always so much work to do, because I, we live in this fucking country, and in this fucking, it is, where now there's a new fucking standard for mm-hmm. everything. And also, you have, like, nooks and crannies and insecurities in areas that you didn't even fucking knew existed. And just, like, full circle back you to You get the, older, your yeah, hair your, looks different, your, your body, body changes. changes. Yes. It, I think it's... All of a sudden, it's I a, can't see. I got gray hair. I guess I'm say? not there yet. I, I don't I just don't... I don't relate on a lot, a lot of that. I have definite insecurities, especially about, like, sex. Like, when it comes down to, like, the naked, maybe, you know, you feel, like, weird about something, a scar here, your nipples there, or whatever. But um, as far as like walking around the world, like fuck, man, I've I've just been fat so long that I'm just like I've I don't always care. been fat. I was yeah. born nine pounds six ounces. Like <laughs> I was. Fat oh, I hey, I've been fat since day one. one. Day I was one. I wasn't always fat. Yeah, rip my mother in half. Oh, rip mommy a new one. Listen, I've just so since I've always been like that. I don't even know. I don't even care. Yeah. I am just. I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. In any of that. You know, you know what that reminds me of is, uh, like, I think naturally queer people are more emotionally intelligent sometimes as a whole um, than they have other to things. It's like necessity. They have to go through that discovery. They have to think uh-huh. of themselves in the world. They have to do all of this research in their brains before they get to come out as gay or whatever the fuck they are. And I think that, you know, people who maybe have not been fat up until a point or people who have, you know not had to go through that specific struggle um it is so it's easier. like the difference between my mom has lost and gained 100 pounds like five or six times yeah. in my entire Ooh. life like and when she's thin she's very judgmental and horrible and whatever and when she's fat she wants everybody to have all this compassion whatever for <laughs> her and what i have never been able to do is get outside of the realm of Fat enough to to, yeah. to like have that stance. God, right? I want to so. get so thin that I can judge other people. <laughs> That's the goal. That's Never. what I want to be. Old when you get thin. Oh you look yeah, so old. I, you can't. We're fat. You can't get now. We could get thinner. You know, like and just be maybe chubby or yeah. thick. Um, but yeah, that's what I used to be called. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I, she ain't fat. She's thick. She's thick. Yeah. And then you're just like, well, oh, no, that's no, not, I'm that bad. means something different now. And I'm on the other um, side. but I, <laughs> I'm on the other side. See on the other side, just stuff macaroni Hello, in my face. Family. Oh, that's just that's me in a buffet. Girl. <laughs> so I, um, wait, where was I going with this? I hope those shrimpies are fried. Oh my God. Last night. Yeah. I ate so many of those shrimp. <laughs> I yeah. ate one out Pop of Chase's them. hands. <laughs> I like dipped one, like a whole thing. It was like, oh, on the all their floor. food was fat girl food. Can it we just delicious. talk about yeah, it? Was good. <laughs> because they're both at heart. I think fat girls. So oh, like, they're it fat was girls, all macaroni yeah. and cheese and burgers. Champagne. Champagne. Before you walked in, I was telling her how I was at the cake table because there were all different cakes. Yeah, so many and cakes. I just had a fork and I was biting into every one, like every flavor, and I just left oh. them on the plate. Like, yeah, do it. Sorry, not sorry. Um, at my at my party, like if I had a, a table of desserts, it would be a pie table. I'm just saying. Okay, I love that. that. Yeah. I watched pie a is- I watched a cobbler video this morning 15 times in a row. I was like, I'm I, not, could do I don't that. give a shit about bread. I want like the all the other like I want a like pudding. The- you know, like like I the love filling, it. Mm. yeah. 
And then the crust. I like a crust, but it's just yeah, it's okay. Ew. It's not yeah, pudding like, is never dry. No, I remember pudding try is those always dry. Pudding is always moist. it's wet, just like Katie. Wet. You know what I mean? It's oh, like yeah. a tres leches. That's my oh, pudding, damn. baby. When somebody's like, mm, you're so wet, you're like, that's my pudding. Mm, that's my pudding pie. It's tapioca no, right now because I'm ovulating. Bun. My honey bun. That's your honey bun because it's glazed? <laughs> it's glazed. Nice. It's glazed, I want what? Do what? Do it's glady. Oh, what's yours going to be called? Okay. Yeah. Um, yours could be called a Sammy. Okay. Like Do you know what a Sammy is? Like a no. little sandwich with like a flatbread. <laughs> that's like your vulva. Okay. And then the meat is your inside. Wait, is, do your meats poke out or they're in a pocket? My meats are pocketed. In a pocket. Fat pussies are the best pussies, mm. y'all. They're all covered. I up. mean, I all have. All pussies are I've great, had, though. All pussies are great, but I have had sex with some skinny little little minis. And not all skinny girls have skinny pussies. Yeah. But to me, a, a pocket little fat pussy, you know, uh-huh. just with the, with the depth. The depth. Mine the, is up in there. Yeah. It's high. It's, it's up to my belly button, basically. My sister hates when I tell my five-year-old niece, you have the same vagina as me. Well, the same, like, oh my God. mons. The first I'm like, time we look I alike. my, my daughter's like, diaper, the fuck I was up. like, she has my pussy. Oh, my God. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, girl. She's just a baby. I mean, She's that's like, what dudes she, No, she has no idea. And sons. Lindsay hates it when I tell that story. But I was just like, oh, man, you, big clit, like, all the... Good for you. Good for you. Go, I don't know girl. if they look the same when you're a baby, though, as you do when it you grow up. just like mine. Yeah, but when you grow up, don't your it all changes. Yeah. You know? She's got mine. Okay. She's got it. She looks like you, so she probably has your vagina. <laughs> um, hey, we've got to go. Oh, gotta wrap up. Ugh. So fun though. I know. So I've been begging you for a long time. Can you tell people like where to find you? Do you want people to find you online? I mean, I want all that. You do I karaoke know. stuff, you know, I like do. I used to do drag and burlesque, and I've done a lot of political stuff. If you just Google, I mean, my Google is kind of fun. H e i m. Yeah, Katie K a t i e h e i m like Westheimer. Yes. Um, and I obviously own a business, so. RevATX.com. Um, we love you so much. We think you're a hot so mama. You're a MILF. No, you're a her. badass businesswoman. And can I pinpoint something I love too? I love that your personal life and your personal values are the same as your business persona. Absolutely. Because that never changes. Yeah. That is the way to live your life. It's not that you're one person at work and one You know person what I tell people when they show up to, to meet me the first time? I'm covered in tattoos, I have blue hair. You know, I wear quirky dresses and, you know, I'm crazy, whatever. And if that's not for you, I'm not your bookkeeper. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm just not. They come and go. So, bye. Um, hey, we thank you so much. Thank, thank we you, also baby. thank Mockingbird. Thank you, Oha. Thank you, Stacy. Um, thank you, Mark and Grace, us. for a great wedding. Beautiful Congratulations. wedding. We have a show okay, coming up. We do have a show October 6th. And it's with Catherine Cohen. She's from New York. You should Google her for sure also. Hilarious. Very funny. Watch her stand-up videos. Uh, just the natural cadence and what she speaks, I want to live inside of. Yeah. I love her so much. I would love it if she adopted me. Um, so love she will Catherine. be here. She's flying in from New York for this. So we're very, very lucky to get her to do that. It's almost insane. Um, so that'll be at Rec Room. At 8 o'clock, October 6th. 
We will see you guys there. We love you. Okay, Thank we you, love baby. you. Thank you. Mockingbird Network.